The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who go around this town tonight we got a lot to talk about in sports. I'm sure everybody's seen the games last night. And we'll talk about the uh, Boston Celtics, how they came out so lackadaisical and uh, gave Orlando a victory. We'll talk about the Suns and the Lakers tonight that's going on. we got the coaches corner. we got a couple of golf tournaments that I'll be announcing as we go along. But let me welcome my guys to the show. Coach B. What's the word? What's the word? Ken from the ATL. What's up, buddy? It's always good in my neighborhood. I know that's it. What them pictures you be uh, sending me? I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's good, you got? What's been going on, man? Since we talked last, last on the air. Nothing on my end. You guys watched the uh, Celtics last night? Yeah, I watched. Sure. Lose that game. Yeah, yeah. We finally showed, seen some heart finally with the Magic. Yeah, I, I have that that game. I knew it was gonna go Orlando's way, but uh-huh. I thought the Celtics might be able to pull it off in the end because these guys came out getting these. Uh, crazy fouls, and then Kevin Garnett is just so dramatical. But they came out last, like uh, real relaxed, like um It didn't look like they had that. I'm gonna close you out, and then they playing that way in a closeout game. And if they was playing the Lakers, I don't think they'd be able to win the championship. Well, you know my thought process on it. They had a chance to win the game. Game in the last 12 seconds of the game, they chose not to do it. So they shoot a shoot three. They uh, not to do it. They're going to the hole. They shoot a shoot shoot a uh, three outside shot. The like, what thing was like maybe three four seconds left on the clock, and then when they yeah, shoot the one I game, think it was they fourteen so, when uh, Paul missed those two uh, three pointers. Well, he could have got two and he had some time. Then foul and then take a chance at the uh, in the final seconds. Not with fourteen seconds. He had plenty of time to draw and maybe get the three point play with uh, Dwight in there. Dwight was in foul trouble in the third quarter. In the third period, uh, and they couldn't get him out the game. So I don't understand what a professional team the Boston Celtics is. And by professional, I mean more mature than most teams in the league, uh, with great coaching, that these guys could not get him out there when he had four fouls. You know, make the, you're going to get the easy basket or make this guy foul you, get him out the game, and I, after that it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Then you got Perkins and uh, you got Big Baby and those guys, Davis, they can go in there and have their way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They just, they just came out flat, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I can see it. Rondo didn't have that. Um, it looked like all the guys were waiting for something to happen, but mm-hmm. were not trying to make it happen. They were just yeah. looking for somebody else to take over. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it was pretty much they just came out just lax like that. I think they just came out unprepared for the adjustment that uh, Van Gundy made. And uh, uh, did, I mean, did you recognize the adjustments that he made? He brought in Brandon Bass, who I, I thought should have been playing at the beginning of the of the series with Boston. You got a big bruiser sitting on the bench, and this guy is just now coming off the bench last night. This guy was brought over from Dallas just to 
for this type of play, physical. This guy is what six foot eight, two hundred and what sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, coaches like to go to the. Um, yeah, he, I agree. He should have been playing in the series. Uh-huh. He should have been more of an intricate part of the series, and not just last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have been working his way in. But the look, but the time he did come in, mm-hmm. he did a great job. He was yeah. probably the X factor in, the, in a lot of that situation uh-huh. that went on last night. Yeah, and but remember, a guy like that sitting on the bench. I think these coaches out coached themselves, or I think themselves. Yeah. And it's, cool. That time is too late. But Brandon Bass came in and did a great. Job. Yeah, this get, this series should be two two if you really think about it. If uh, uh, Vince Carter wouldn't have missed those free throws, or JJ Reddick wouldn't have called that timeout before advancing the ball during that second game, this this series should be two two. Um, but I'm just uh, you know. But, but you, you you put it on you know Vince Carter and JJ Reddick. What would what Jameer Nelson been all season all series long except last night? Well, you I agree with that, Coach, because Jameer where's, Nelson where's, was the reason why these guys got off to the start. All he was penetrating. He was, he was driving a whole lot. He was you know, even hitting the jumper. Yeah, he was so, the you know, don't put it on just two boys. Where's your point guard? Your point guard runs that team. Everything should run through Jameer Nelson. Yeah, J.J. Well, Reddick, J. J. Reddick, yeah, Virginia boy Quam, give him some love. J.J. <laughs> uh, uh, Reddick is just a plus. J.J. Reddick is not expected to go in there but do nothing, but maybe hit three to four, 12 three-pointers a game, if that. J.J. Reddick men is average all season long. So for him to and be a big fan, he is with Drogic is to the Suns. He come in, and Coach, you make a good point. He comes in, uh, keep the pace going, don't lose the lead, control it to my, to my starter, get some rest. And, and we talked about Drogic and the Suns, and we'll get to that later, but he is a starter, a future starter somewhere in this league, with being left-handed also. But J.J. came in, and I, I agree. He comes in, and he's supposed to do what he's supposed to do, take a, take a little pressure, spell the starters. Uh, Jamil Nelson was nowhere to be found in the series until last night. And I, like I said, like I was saying, he was driving the ball, no ball. He was making yeah. shots, and he should have been doing that all along. At the same time, the White House had been following up his shots. J.J. Reddick would never be a starter because J.J. Reddick can't play defense. Well, you, you don't have to play defense in the NFL. If you can shoot a lot of, if you if you want to, depends. You go into that role. You go into the yeah. right team. There was a lot of Paxton was a defensive guy. Paxton posted up and shot the ball exactly. when Jordan passed it to him. Well, There's a lot of guys who are in the league for their specialty alone, and maybe they got that jump shot. Maybe they got uh, good rebounding skills, but you don't see them through the game until it's a, a crucial moment uh, with the game called for. I need a jump shot. I need you to post up in the corner. If, if Michael Jordan can't make the shot with a double or triple team, I would pass it out to you. I want you to make it. And that's who J.J. Reddick supposed to supposed to become at some point in this league. Yeah, he's supposed to be another uh, 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 Heinrich from uh, Chicago. He should be. Yes, he should be. J.J. Reddick is finally finding his 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 uh, stilo within the the Magic uh, game plan. And, and the you know, more they and the more they get him reps, the more you get comfortable. Obviously, you both of you guys know that. Uh, he get comfortable. He's not afraid to come in and start shooting them shots. No, he's not. Uh, and I, I think um, uh, that that would be his role. If he's still with the Orlando Magic, that's that's his role. Come in, don't be afraid to take shots. You part of this team. We want to keep the lead or maintain some lead and get some type of uh, rest for our starters. But when you come in, we still expecting you to score. We're not expecting you to lose the game or play We're just defense. Expecting you to get the job done. Or defense, because he doesn't play defense. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think defense is a thing. He that's a summer. That's the thing you go out and play with the summer. Uh, you know, all these guys play together in these summer leagues, and that's the time you work on. You, you've always been a shooter. Where did he go to? Uni- uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah. And he played. The you've same always been a shooter. You've always been able to score. Mm-hmm. But you take those opportunities on your weakness and in, in the summer league when you're still playing against the best players in the league in the world, and work on your defense. 
work on your feet. And a lot of guys, um, uh, like Amari uh, Stoudemire, need to work on their defense, uh, being able to bend their knees and move their feet. And J.J. Reddick, he, if he goes to uh, – when he goes into the summer uh, next game, work on your defense. Find out what you need to work on. I'm sure these guys do that. It just gets to a point in the game, long season, where, you know, they, they forget some of this stuff, but the professionals don't. Do what? The professionals don't forget those things when they come down to it. You have to play no. defense at some point. You have to be able to stop somebody when you need to stop. True that. It's just all about, you know, again, I still think that, you know, through all what was said throughout the game that the Orlando Magic did, the Celtics had an opportunity to win the game in the last 10 seconds of the game and chose not to do that. You know, they could have won. It was chose game. not to do it. You think, um, it was a tight game, and Orlando didn't have a lot to do with that? Because huh? Orlando came out differently. Other than when they was at home playing and they lost those two games. Now, that first game, they came out uh, trying to win the basketball game. But uh, I think guys just stepped up. Guys were hitting the shot. One of the, one of the main things I saw last night was those guys moving the ball around where the Celtics, Boston Celtics could not catch up. There was always an open man, and they was just hitting those shots. But, again, the Celtics had an opportunity to win the game in the last 10 seconds of the game. When it was tied, they had a ball last. Yeah, well, they should have thought of uh, some history made going into the game. game. Got a, won, and won the game by one because it was a tight. I think it was 83-83 or 84-84. Yeah, game, I think they lost by overtime. It was 96-92. Yeah, but I'm talking about when uh, reg, regular, regulation. regulation went out, ended, it was 83-83. Yeah. And the Celtics had a game ball in the last, say, 10 seconds of the game. They should have right. won the game with that right there because they could have drove the ball, got, probably got a, a foul. But they chose to take an outside shot. Right. But, and that's, that well, that's how you live and die with your outside shots, and that's what they do. I think uh, Kevin Garnett is a crybaby. I think he's over dramatic, uh, too dramatic for, you know, to be a big man playing down low. Uh, I but think you should be with a bang down there. Really? I think it should go both ways if you're a referee. I'm not, I'm not going to bail you out because you're getting the elbow to your chest. Then go back and throw one. As long as you guys are playing the same game, and, I, and then I'll let you play basketball. For sure. I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's, it, you know, you, Kevin Garnett has been doing this, playing the same way since he's been in the league. All, All right, Ken, whatever, whatever long it is since he started in the league. As a, Schultz, um, they got to go to Orlando. We'll see what happens. Um, it could be some history made, but I think Celtics will still put it off. Now we've got the Suns and the Lakers tonight. Ken, this is, this is right up your alley. you got your Lakers boys. You think... I'm not going to bet against Steve Nash. I'm going for the Suns, but I'm not going to bet against Steve Nash, even though the best player is Kobe Bryant is on the floor. Uh, with yeah. the more um, towering front line, I think the Suns, if they come out and play that, I think they if Shannon Fry make three shots, I don't know where this guy is. He's thinking about three-point contests in the All-Star game for next year. If he start making some baskets off the bench, I think these guys put themselves in a good chance to go 2-2 going back to L.A. Well, I, I gave it 4-2 uh, in, in the beginning. So, um, I mean, it, it's too early to push the panic button right now. Um, I, mean, I mean, Lamar Odom, our X-Factor, never showed up. Uh, he, right. he was just uh, pathetic. I mean, I hate to say it, this man was just pathetic just watching this guy play like he was just eating a bunch of Twinkies and donuts and, and, Skittles. and bubble gum and Skittles right before the game. <laughs> I don't know if he had one of his caffeine relapse or something that Phil Jackson always talks about, but this guy was just missing the easiest layups, missing all his jump shots, just turning, o- turning over the ball left and right. This man had no coordination out there on the court whatsoever. He's supposed to be the X factor. Lamar Odo can go out there and just get me 15 points, 8 or 10 rebounds. The game is won. 
I agree with you when you say he's the X Factor because everybody in the sports world knows that the, the Lakers have a bigger, a taller uh, front court than the Suns. The Suns will run you and run you, but the front court, these guys just tower over them. Jamal can come off the, I mean, if uh, Odom can come off the bench and do what he did in that first game where he got 19 points, I think he had double digit in rebounds. I think it was 19 19 uh, in rebounds. You can't defend against that because this guy's going to bench. You're not expecting him to hit those, mm-hmm. um, to having that type of night, mm-hmm. night in and night out in a, a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But he did come out. Maybe he had a relapse with the caffeine, as you say, in coach, and didn't show up. So when he don't show up and the Suns play like that, and you got to give a lot of credit to Amari. Amari came out and just was more in attack mode than anything. Oh, he was a beast. I mean, he was just a, a human. Uh, well, Amari came out where Amari should have been coming out all year long. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got a break. That's our first segment. We got that behind us. This is the Kwamelots of Sports Sometime Rich Show. We came from the ATL. We come back and we talk a little bit more of uh, Los Angeles Lakers and Suns games tonight. You're looking for me, I'll be at the bar. Be back in two minutes. This is just at the bar, huh? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports yeah i like the music welcome back to the kwame live sports sometimes we're so from atl we left off 
Talking about the Lakers, we got the Celtics in Orlando on the way. Orlando pulled it off, made a 3-1 series going back to Orlando. We'll see how that turns out. The uh, Los Angeles Lakers, first let me get a shout-out. I'm, li- I'm still on Facebook. I'm at the house when I'm doing the show. So uh, on a fan page, John Kwame out, of, out there. In, uh, where you, John, where are you? In Wisconsin, Madison? Uh, he's out there. He's uh, He's been listening to the show, so we'll shout him out. Uh, also, let's get back to it, fellas. We got the coaches' corner coming on after this. Lakers coach B gonna give us his thoughts on some stuff. This, oh, John Kwame, oh, in Madison, Wisconsin. All right, shout out to John Kwame. Look, uh, the Lakers and Suns, man. You got, I got the Suns winning, it, tying it up two two, going back to L.A. Oh, mm. talk to me. That's right. Well, I think that the Suns can't possibly tie it up tonight. Uh, I think they're gonna come out and play Suns basketball, score every seven seconds. Uh, Mari has to show up. Steve Nash has to play like he's been playing. I honestly think that can it can happen. It's just gonna they gotta put the same four two they put in Sunday night. They gotta do it again tomorrow tonight. I, and I say the Suns because I don't understand how people can be in one place, man, and don't root for the home team. I understand you're a long term, long time fan of a team like Ken. He's from L.A., so he, he's an L.A. guy. Uh, but I'm I'm here, so I, I root for them. Now Ken, I know Ken root for the uh, the, the Falcons. Well, he want to see them guys do well. Um, but everything has to go right for the Suns. And and by saying what I mean by that is they have to do their job. Everybody has to show up, do your job. The Lakers, I mean, you can get two, three guys right there, and they can win a lot of games with two or three guys. If two, if the rest of the guys have an average, an average night, and you got Kobe and Gasol doing their job, they got they still got a chance to win. You can't say that for a lot of teams. And I, and I just want to say the Lakers, the Suns. The Phoenix Suns have to do everything right tonight and stay aggressive like they were last game. And I think it'll be a 2-2 series going back. At the same time, uh, I do know the um, Lakers have a better team than the Suns, but I know I'm not going to root against Steve Nash. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't root against a, a two-time NBA, NBA MVP like Steve Nash, but uh, I think uh, you got to remember something that – Coach Phil Jackson, he's not going to lose two games back-to-back in the, in, the, uh, in the finals like this. He's never have and he's never will. I think they're going to get it together. I think they uh, worked out the, the Cowboys well, what happened uh, the other night. They're going to come out. I think the Lakers are going to be clicking on all cylinders. If they win tonight, expect them to go back home to L.A. game uh, five and uh, put, this, uh, uh, put, the, put them to bed. Yeah, well, I think if the Lakers win, it's going seven. If the Lakers say it again, the Lakers, the Lakers are going to win. It's going to go the whole seven, all seven games. Yeah, I, I think the, um, I, it's going to be interesting. Cause I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at a. If anybody looking for me tonight, and I'm going to give you this shout out. Don't come in there harassing me. Come watch the game, get a drink. I'm going to be at Keegan's. We're going to me and Mark McMillan and a couple more people going to be at Keegan's on a. I don't know why I'm shouting Keegan's out. They ain't, they ain't getting no sponsorship. But we'll, we'll be at Keegan's on in Ocotillo. We'll be out there uh, watching the Suns try to tie this thing up. Now, if the Suns pull it off tonight, then it will go six games. It will go seven games. I agree with yes. Coach. Is that what you said, Coach? Yes. If, it, if the Suns win tonight, it's going seven games. Um, yeah, Lakers win tonight, show up, and of course, it's over. You got to want to bind him knee. Is his knee going to get any healthier? I, I can't see it. He's not getting the minutes he normally get, but he comes in and give you that. Uh, he give you that presence, and that's well, why I say these guys are just too tall, too big for the yeah. Suns front court. We don't need them. I mean, we don't need them. We really didn't need them the first game, as you saw. We did. We didn't need them the second game. We really didn't need them last last game. What we needed was. Lamar Odom to just hit his shots. He was the X factor. As long as Lamar Odom just comes out, 
He but gives you know what? Lamar Odom, a game. he's a guy. He's one of these guys. And I'm sure both of you guys know a guy like people like this. If I count, if they count on Lamar Odom, he's not going to be there. When he can just come off the bench and play and you're not counting on him, he's going to kill teams. Mm-hmm. He don't, I don't think he does well with pressure. Uh-huh. I really don't. I think he can go start on any other team in the mm-hmm. any other team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But he he seems to me that be that guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lamar, we need you. Okay, and then we got ten points from you. Ten yeah. points, six rebounds. All right, Lamar, come off the bench, do what you do. Give give us a boost. Nineteen points, nineteen rebounds, uh, six assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's that guy to me. Mm-hmm. So if they don't say anything to him and just let him play ball, I think he'll come out and do his job. But when you get in the media and say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's had, that, he's had that lucky game, or you get in the media and talk about he's the X Factor and he's reading into this. Again, that's why he married one of those Kardashian girls and he married the ugly one. <laughs> he just want to be in the media. Yeah. He just want to be in the media. He, he, he want to be a Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and then, you know, we, we, we also got Ron Artest, who's really stepped up defensive-wise. You know, he, we don't really need for him to score, but just getting eight to ten points from him, Few rebounds, few assists, a uh, couple of steals. Just play some defense. Uh, we don't, you know, we can just depend on more like your role players. So we need uh, Farmar needs to step up. Brown needs to step up. Uh, Vujicic needs to come off the bench and have a uh, a good shooting output as well. Uh, these the bench is really is really going to define uh, this this Laker team against the Phoenix Sun because right now the last game. The bench was horrible. I've never seen the bench play that bad in my entire life uh, watching the Lakers this season. I mean, they were just pathetic. Nobody couldn't hit a shot. Nobody – the turnovers were just too much. These guys – Phil Jackson's going to go back to, you know, get these guys together and say, hey, look, let's get back to what we know what we're used to doing, all right? Phil Jackson don't lose back-to-back games. I guarantee you, Lakers come out, beat them tonight, go back to L.A., put them to bed, get ready for Boston, get ready for the goal Boston-L.A. Lakers final. Well, that's what everybody want to see, the Boston and uh, Lakers. But these songs, man, I, I just can't count them out right now. I know with this amount of time Phil Jackson had to talk to his guys, put his little, his Zen uh, metrics on them. Um, really, you know how to do that for a lot of these guys, just the young guys. But he's going to come out better prepared and make better adjustments. And if he has a double-team um, – uh, Amari Stoudemire, then that's what's going to be done because you can't let one guy on the Suns kill you mm-hmm. when it when it needs to take four or five guys for them to win and be the Lakers team. Uh, and Lakers, can as do as it. I mentioned Byron earlier, that knee can do it. He, you know, he, he's not he's not quick enough to to uh, to move in motion with Amari Stoudemire going to that rim. He just couldn't do it. He kept getting beat off off the uh, off the off the step. Uh, right, I and, think and that's the same uh, on my head with Amari in that second game of the Lakers, the second game in, in L.A., mm-hmm. where he was standing straight up trying to play defense. You have to bend your knees. The first thing you do with defensively, if you're standing straight up, is you bend your knees first. So if you're already standing straight up, when somebody blow right by you, you can't move with just two straight legs. The first thing you do is waste time bending your knees. So, already, so keep your knees bending already. You get in a defensive position, then he can move. Amari, in that second, those games in L.A., I, I don't, defensively he wasn't there. Uh, in that second game, offensively he didn't, he didn't hit the numbers that, you know, he hit all year. When he, he became a Amari Stoudemire that we knew after the All-Star break uh, this year, and he's played great offense and, and pretty good defense. Uh, but he needs to do that in the playoffs where it counts now. And that's my opinion. So, so we'll see. All right, we'll, we'll check out that game. We'll stay over there, and we'll come back and talk some more on that uh, next week. Uh, I know, Ken, you're going to be doing some uh, fan page blogging and stuff like that. 
Coach. Coach B. Let's go to the coach's corner and see what's going on. Coach's corner, get y'all out. Uh, first of all, first part of Coach Corner, say I see the American Needle one, what they was going after. That was, great. Um, that was a great win for the yeah, NFL uh, antitrust. Um, yeah, that was a great win because you, you don't want one entity controlling everything. And I think the NFL is trying to control a lot of things. And we, we talked about this on this show uh, when it first came out. There were so many people involved with it outside of football. And, I, and by those, I mean the Congress people, those uh, senators and uh, people out in L.A. Uh, but and it, it was great. You don't want to see one entity control everything and then – that changed the whole game of uh, who can bring in what. For example, Reebok has the logos on the NFL. Nike can't come in and uh, and do anything. Can't be a part of. It. Can't make any money. Can't control the business. So that was a great right. round of that. And we'll keep. Uh, you can check our fan page on that. Ken posted something about the American Needle on that. So uh, check well, yeah, out. Also, if you got any questions? Leave the comments and on the fan page, and we'll get back to it. And that'll be part of our show next week. Also, uh, back to the American Needle thing. You know, it's kind of like, you know, back in 87 when they had the original strike, NFL strike, the last time they had a work stop was in the National Football Association, Football League. Um, that's when the NFL was, quote-unquote, considered a single entity. Okay. Yeah, it was because they, was, they weren't paying anybody. They weren't paying right. the players. But they that's the reason why they had the strike. So they noted for them this helps the Players Association with a, with a CBA again going through that. So, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a plus for the Players Association. Uh, it may help, it may help the, the owners. It may not help the owners, but I just it's, it was a good situation because the NFL can't be a single entity, and that's a good thing. They're considered third two individual teams. But by that by that, by me saying that, it goes uh-huh. to okay, 2014 Super Bowl, and this is what my my thought process is on the 2014 Super Bowl having it in New York. I honestly think that may be a good idea to have it in New York. It's never been a cold city, never been a cold weather city. The average temperature in New York about four. That late January, early February is about 39 degrees. Man, it's the first cold. So my thing is, it'd be a good idea to have it in that city. You know, now not only that, you got to go up until that Sunday morning. You got to practice and prepare for all weather. Just can't sun. You can prepare for the sun. You got to prepare for the rain, the snow, the sleet, everything. Going to the Super Bowl now. You know, you know, like two years ago when the when the Colts won their Super Bowl, you know, it was a, what an inch of rain on the ground in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, well, so you know, I think it'd be a good situation for the National Football League to do that. I honestly think down that, there it rained uh, every day, man, and then right. they end up playing in the rain a little bit. But I honestly um, think, I honestly think that if every every new stadium that opens up should should hold a Super Bowl, it's only fair for the for the city, for the owners of that to, to buy a new stadium like that, and for the fans in that local city to actually be able to go to a Super Bowl and see a Super Bowl. Well, you know, uh, um, I don't. I don't think everything should be about money, but I think this is a fair de- um, decision if they do have it in New York, because football, football. You play football in cold weather. You play football in the elements, and I think, I believe every, every three or four Super Bowls, and I heard a comment on TV about this that there should be a, a Super Bowl in the cold weather. I think one of the, the first Super Bowl what was it Dallas and Green Bay. Well, who's that uh, playing in the cold weather? They were playing in Lambeau. Yep. I know when I played with the Arizona Cardinals. We would have our first four games away because it was too hot here. But I just couldn't understand how we would go to Green Bay and play Brett Farr and those guys on, in the dead of winter, like January 1st, January 2nd. We would play these guys, but they can't come. That's a different element. The sun, the cold weather, that's a whole different element. So I think uh, 
I think if you can play football, if you're going to play football, you're going to play in all the elements. You're going to play in the hot sun. You're going to play in the heat. You're going to play in those cold weathers. This is Kwame Lassie Sports. We're going to come back. Kwame Lassie Sports with Rich and Ken. We're going to come back in uh, two minutes and finish up this. How she can make it the fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan, or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. PM Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, I, I got to mention, I got to remember to mention uh, the Owner Walk on One Accord Foundation. Uh, the tournament has been postponed to uh, August 27th. 
But I do want to meet, read the uh, mission statement. I think, it's a real, I think it's a great one, and it defines on what a one accord is. It's to bring together foundations, community, organizations, corporations, and suppliers to build a coalition of hope, which is good. And that defines to me uh, the mission statement of a uh, one accord. The mission is to bring a positive change through partnerships in the areas of children's health care, education, and cures for chronic illness, giving every child. You can uh, reach Colita Horton, uh, check out the webpage on oneaccordfoundation.org. Um, and I, th I think it's a good, um, a good statement, a good foundation in trying to help others. Uh, the tournament has been moved to August 27th. You can give me a call uh, on the fan page or reach out on a, uh, to Colita Horton. You can also um, uh, enjoy some Napa Valley atmosphere that we're gonna um, we're gonna have out that way. Uh, I give you guys the number. Check the fan page for the number. There's a lot of prizes, a lot of victory. Any celebrities want to play? Hit the fan page right now because if you don't hit if you don't hit me up, you won't have tickets out there. It's gonna be a great a great event, great atmosphere. Uh, again, on OneAccordFoundation.org. Somebody's always by the phone. Now, speaking of golf, give me you guys' opinion on Tiger Woods. Is, there, is he news that he's going to play in the Memorial Tournament this June, June 3rd through the 6th? Is that news to us now? He's supposed to. He's already, yeah, he's already put in for it. Yeah, but is that news? Is that anything like, oh, oh Tiger play, I'm going to watch it. I, I'm going to watch it anyway, but I just want to get you guys' opinion on that. Well, my thought process is it's not really news. To me, it's just like Tiger's going to play. Tiger, it, should be, it shouldn't be no breaking news or no – no news where, you know, everything has stopped because Tiger's going to play. You know, it's, he's a regular old golfer. Let him play. He's a regular person. He, he, he well, you say that, yeah, and that's what I want to know. You call him a regular old golfer. At this point, I think he's, he's a professional golfer now. He's not, the, he's not the head guy anymore. He's not that guy you line up against. You better have your game face on. You better hit every shot right on every hole. He's that guy now. Um, he's not that guy anymore, but he's the – He's what every golfer that's in the field is right now. And I want to get you guys' opinion on that. I know he has to re, re, uh, define himself. he got to re, come out and do some things. He got He's changed coach. He's fired his uh, Hank Haney. He's fired that coach. He's had neck injuries. Uh, we all know, we know about the issues he's had uh, outside of golf. But uh, is it news when, you say, when they're saying Tiger Woods is playing now? Do you, do you get that same, like, I want to watch that. I'm, I'm going to be there and watch that. Because he's in the field. I don't. I don't get all excited, all warm and cozy for that. No. Well, see, now you're going too far. I am not. I'm just saying. You know how it is. You like, damn. I'm going to watch Michael Jordan play. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be arbitrary to see Tiger be. Do, be not look, you're not looking at Tiger be Tiger. You're looking at Tiger be some portion of himself because he's not fully 100. percent well, I'm looking at Tiger to come out here and scare the, scare the crap out of these guys like he uh, normally do. Right. Um, but I, I don't see that anymore when he lines up. Uh, he's no. trying to be too – he's conformed himself to be what the media want him to be now. Uh, you know, when Kobe got in that trouble in Colorado, beforehand he was a good old boy Kobe. When he came back, he turned into a bad boy. And his game changed along with that. But his game changed for the best. He was already one of the best player in the NBA, but now he's – he he had more dog and he was portraying more of that attitude on the court then, so his game changed completely. But yeah, I, don't, I haven't yeah, seen I'll that from Tyler. Yeah, and I know that takes time. But I, like I said, I want to get you guys' opinion on that. 
Yeah, but Kobe's wife wasn't trying to take three quarters of his money either. So I, if I was Tiger Woods, I definitely would be thinking about that while I'm out there on that course. Will my head be in it? No, it won't be in it. Uh, that's all relevant, I think, because yeah, Tiger Woods and Kobe money is different money. I, I mean, Tiger Woods, I think he's just going to have just too much. I mean, you know, I said this before the the, 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 uh, with the Masters. I said, you know, Tiger Woods is just going to have too much on his mind. I think the comeback was really just a little bit too early for him. I really felt that he should have taken – more time off, deal with his personal life, because as we've been seeing the last few tournaments, his head is just haven't been in the game. I think uh, he, I think he was outstanding. The Masters coming back, and maybe that's just the excitement. You know how you, you, he maybe he's just excited to play golf finally, get all that stuff trying to somewhat behind him in a sense. But that next round is how I thought he would play the Masters. That next round, he stunk up the place. Uh, I think he ended up. Uh, Getting out, uh, getting out the round. He didn't finish the round up, uh, but yeah, I think the prenups and all that stuff. And I, this is news um, that's out there. I think they restructuring the prenup just to stay together, and I think they're staying together for the kids. But his golf game, uh, like you say, Ken, is being affected because he's thinking about some stuff that have nothing to do with golf. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it hurts, if he wasn't hurts. married and he did what he did, I think his game where he still would be that's same threatening guy on the golf course that he was. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it, Kwame. When you got a, a high-powered attorney that, like she does, is going after three quarters of this man's money, seven hundred and fifty million, you know, which is just absurd, especially with the uh, prenup. Well, she was a nanny. Point. I don't understand that. She was a nanny. Yeah. Is she, is she getting this for humiliation, or no, is she getting this because what this, he did? No, this she, she got a greedy attorney. <laughs> That's you got a greedy attorney who's going to try to challenge. But how you come up with that number, seven hundred and fifty million? Hey. She was a nanny. She wasn't even making a million. Exactly. She was modeling. She. What do you? Where do you find her stuff in her own uh, photo album? Exactly. But like I said, when you got a greedy attorney, they just go throw a number out there. And, and when you got you know how that works out. That's a scare. Well, this is this quorum dot sports sometime real show with Ken from the ATL eight 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 three four six nine one four four. If you want to call in and weigh in on the situation, yeah. but you know what? I, I, I the court system. This is how I portray. This is how I view the court system. You got an attorney asked for seven hundred fifty million dollars. Whatever she gets, she gets. But if you don't think he told the the judge that when I get this, you get this, man. That that's how corrupt the court system is. For a woman to get seven hundred fifty million dollars, never working on. He's been working on his game for three years old. He's been working on his golf game since he was three. He's been working on his uh, his outside of golf game since he was probably twelve. He's been in the media forever. He's never had a life. This is the same situation with Michael Jackson. Never having a life. So when it comes news, becomes the headline news. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't understand how those numbers become out to seven hundred fifty million dollars. She never hit a golf club in her life. No, it, it wasn't her. It, it was all the attorney. The attorney just you know said, what? hey, I'm a she start high, say, and whatever we end up with, hopefully it'll be just under that. But, uh, Ken, don't you think she could say 750? Don't you think that's doing too much? Won't you just say what it is? I think she, she is the one, that, the final say-so. Once you get lawyers involved in the court system, it has nothing to do with uh, Tiger and Elon anymore. It has to do with lawyer against lawyer. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much money I can get from you. The other lawyer, let me see how much money I can take from you. Exactly. And you don't think that's weighing in on Tiger's shoulders right now? 
Yeah, I, I, I believe it is. Yeah, I and believe his it head is. is not in the game. So right now, it's well, like, okay, what Tiger are we going to see show up at the Memorial? Are we going to see right. Tiger that's going to be stressed out about still going through, through this divorce? Or are we going to see the Tiger that's, you know, back from injury and, you know, who's trying to hold off Phil Mickelson for the number one spot? I mean, at some point this year, Phil Mickelson might be the number one player in, 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 in the world. Phil, Phil Mickelson number one right now, if you ask me. But, um... I, my, that was my question: Was is he still news outside of uh, his uh, golf life? Is he still news as far as his sports? You know, is, do you want to watch this guy play now? They, I mean, is it a sense of urgency to watch him play? You know, my Tiger when he was the best thing in sports when he was the guy. You you would watch it on Sundays if you wasn't able to watch it. You would TV it and record it and come back and watch it. Even though you know he won, you would come back and watch that. So I just want is Tiger was still. That news that he's still that guy that you know you 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 got to sit in front of the TV and watch him play golf. Well, you don't understand it. No, it, no, you got somebody who's after all your money who number one had nothing to do with the initial part of his of his millions. Right. You know, so so look, went, that's a great question, Cole. So so from the time she came into his life and the money he made after that, should she get from that point on until now? She should only get what the prenuptial agreement. Entitles her to because they both signed it. It's an yeah, agreement. Okay, but you made a great point, on it, and that's good. Now, if she gets over that prenup, that's going to change precedent, and a lot of people having these prenuptial prenuptial agreements. What's the purpose of it? I don't know. I think everybody should have a prenup uh, prenuptial agreement um, because if unless she was with that person from way way back when you was working your, if she was working with you on your game. Uh, or was there with you when you and when you came home? You had some food. You had uh, a little time to have some peace and quiet. If you had, if, if you guys have kids and and she was taking care of the kids, I think yeah, you give her what you give her what she's supposed to give her. But if she just coming on the scene and she was like a she was a dating service really because Yasper Ponovich hooked them up. She was yeah, a nanny. She was, she was going to the photo I think she was taking her own pictures, put them in a photo album, and say she's a model. But if if you Help this guy earn that money, or you, and not going out there teaching him how to play golf, but taking care of what you taking care of on the other side of the uh, of his life. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, yeah, you get seven hundred fifty million dollars. That's what you. That's what you deserve. If he has uh, seven hundred fifty himself when it's all said and done. Now you make a good point. I want to touch on that. From the time they got married, whatever he made from that point on, yeah, she can get half of that. I don't, I don't think she should get half of his life earnings. She has no intricate part on who he became and who he is and why he's able to generate such money from different sponsors. I don't think she should get half if that's not what the prenup says. A prenup is Well, a prenup. yeah, well, if it's not a prenup, they don't have a prenup. She signed it. She get half, but if she got a prenup, she'd get her $80 million. But I got a question for you. She wouldn't even be a United States citizen if it wasn't for she ain't married Tiger. She wouldn't even be a limelight. She'd be back in Australia. Where is she from? Australia? Where is she from? She wouldn't even be a citizen. She's from uh, Switzerland or somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is the Kwame Lodge of Sports Sometime Rich Show with Ken from the ATL. We'll come back and finish up this last segment. Melon Address, P.O. Box 075, Rancho, Santa Margarita, California, 92688. Somebody's always there on the office hours, 949-858-4413. That's the number to Kalithia Horton. Foundation.org. We'll be back in two minutes. Who's that lady? Who's that lady?
From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Formalize the sports sometimes for rich, so we can't from the ATL. We'll come back with this segment. We've got a minute from Ken. We're going to call this last segment, my man, we can. We also have a call on there tomorrow. She's on hold right now. Tomorrow we're going to get back. We're going to get with you as soon as Ken get his minute in. Again, welcome to the show. We're back. Ken, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, I want to talk about, first of all, three people in, in particular. First of all, Venus Williams, what are you doing? What's Millions of people her? around the world watching you, and you have nerves to really go out there and literally show your butt. Now, not on the court. Of course, you know, that was a great victory you did, but literally the, what you wore, come on. Uh, brown mesh that matches the color of your, your buttocks? Come on, Venus. Kids are watching you. You're a role model. Uh, change your attire next time. You already got controversy already, you and your sister, from the type of clothing that you guys are wearing at every tournament. Is causing some type of controversy. So let's dress it up a little bit more classier, okay? Floyd Landis, what in the world are you thinking? You're going out here putting one of the, your greatest athletes of all time, uh, Arm, Lance Armstrong, on blast with no evidence of accusing him of doping after your, your constant lying for the last three years. Do me a favor, Floyd. Shut your pie hole and go back to crawling under the rock that you came from over the last three years. 
And one last person, Jose Lima, uh, rest in peace, one of the most personable uh, pitchers in, in, in Major League Baseball the last decade. Uh, he will be missed, uh, died of a massive heart attack at 37. This guy was a Dodger. I had a chance to watch him play at a Dodger game uh, when he was with the Dodgers. When I say this man would literally go out there and it's Lima time, lights out for real. So those are my shout-out. What you guys think about those? Well, I'm going to go with the uh, the uh, sudden heart attack, which is uh, was shocking news to me when I saw it myself. Uh, it's unfortunate because – you know, there's a lot of athletes dying at such a young age, and this guy did not only play baseball, but I think he was an accomplished singer as well. Uh, but he was talented enough, and you know how your parents push you in one direction. He was talented enough to make it to the majors and, and play at a high level. But it's unfortunate, and uh, condolences out to his family, that you know he's, he's going at such a young age. I think it was 32, you said, Ken, right? 37. 37 years old with a heart attack. And, and, cause, and my thing with that, man, and I'll and I take it even further, is uh, a lot of athletes take a lot of pain medicine and pain pills, and you don't know how to play at this, to play this game week in and week out. And baseball is probably every day out of seven days a week. These guys probably play four to five days and sometimes double and triple headers. So I don't know how that medicine we take to uh, allow us to play that game and go out there and do the uh, sport that we love, how it affects us in the long run. But unfortunately, a 37-year-old is gone with a heart attack. Yeah, that's a shame. You know, but again, you know, we always, you know, you, you sit there and you question why, you know, you can just go down the line of people who've died, you know, that are younger than we are, Kwame and Ken, and, right. you know, you just got to say that, you know, they're in a better place. Um, anybody who gets to leave this world uh, will always be in a better place. So my condolences and my prayers go out to him and his family. And, um, you know, it's just, you can't never, don't ever question why. Just look back and say, you know, look at the body of work that each individual have done, has done in their life and and um, just be blessed that you had the opportunity to see what he did in 97 when he was one of the best pitchers on the mound. Um, and just be blessed win. that you were able to see him do his thing. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan, and, and to go over, I'm a huge fan of uh, fashion, yeah, not trashing. Uh, Serena and Venus, I mean, they, they do have some great concept with outfield, uh, outfit designs. Uh, but as far as being trashy and, and showing, you got, you got, you do have girls. Can you make a great point? You do have young women that love the sport of tennis who want to come up and be like them, especially African American uh, kids. To say, well, if Serena and Venus did it, I have a chance to do it. Oh, and they they wear some nice outfits. But I don't want to show my all my breasts come out. I don't want my whole butt showing and, and with my outfit. I think the most attractive thing to a woman is where you don't have to put on all that clothing or all that makeup, and you still look better than any woman in the house. And that, and and they've they've taken their outfits and their clothing a line a little too far. Yeah, I look at that though, too. With I think they might sell it instead of going to Victoria's Secrets. Then you might see their outfit in Fredericks or Hollywood. With them two, with with Serena and 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 Venus, um, you look at. Okay, well, yeah, you're complaining about the outfits, but if it wasn't for them two and what they put on, would we be hearing about women's tennis right now? No. But you, not at all. Well, yeah, okay, we would. So, you know, they're bringing it before them. Not not, uh, there wasn't a lot of – there was uh, two African-American women, but they didn't play – they don't have the winnings that um, Sabrina and Venus had. Like they do. Right. Uh, well, but I, I, so. You should be able to market yourself. Those girls, Venus and Serena, should be able to market themselves. And if you uh, go out to any of these – some of these uh, tennis places now, you'll see some of the same women when, you know, Nike, Nike product by, um, by Serena, and I think Adidas, a Reebok product by um, Venus. Right. So, you know, it's a situation where they're, they're marketing their, their own product. 
And and they should because the same thing we say about uh, guys like T.O., guys like Ocho Cinco, they get fined, but they only get fined because the NFL can't make money off these guys when they market themselves out there. There's a life out of football, so when these guys get done, wouldn't you want these guys like Ocho Cinco has his own radio show, his own TV show? Uh, well, it's my, actually, it's a media show. But these guys are marketing themselves. The NFL can't make, out of, make money off it, so they they find these guys and they have something bad to say about it. Same thing with marijuana in the country. You can't you can't legalize it because you can't you don't know how to put a number on it. They can't they can't tax it. They can't tax it. So uh Venus and Serena should have a um an opportunity to make money but be have some class when you're making these outfits because you are you do have a great design in your clothing. But have some class when you do it. Exactly. That's just my opinion on it. Also, fellas, I want to mention uh, the Crystal House tournament that we have in uh, um, at uh, the Camelback Inn, June seventh. Uh, you can go check out CrystalHouseFoundation.org uh, or call up to the. Uh, also, check the fan page on that as well. But it's it's the feed the hungry. So get involved with that. You can uh, reach me, Kwamelasa Sports. Dot com. You can reach me on that if you want to be a part of that. Go up there and blog, leave information, leave your number, email me. Uh, we can get you into that. There's still some sponsorships available uh, for that. Um, again, that's the crystalhousefoundation.org. Uh, uh, you want to be a part of that. That's the Feed the Hungry around the world. And uh, in my opinion, let's start here in the United States first. Educate the kids around the world. Let's educate the kids in the United States first. It's a great cause. It's a, it's a tournament that's going on at the same time all across the world. June seventh. You got a call? All right, fellas, what's up? Just want to make sure I get that out. Do we have a call? That's what? Yes. Yeah, um, we we get out there June seventh, man. Golf tournament. You no, know, we're going through that. We're pretty far. We're about to hit that time span where you know you got a whole month of really nothing extravagant in sports, but you know basketball free agency. That's going to be really exciting come June, July. One more thing I want to say real quick. Go ahead. Washington Wizards got the number one pick in the draft. NBA uh, draft. Yeah, the John Wall. Yeah, pick an NBA draft. And I don't think that we need to pick John Wall. I don't care what no one says. John Wall is a great player, college player. He has improved himself in the, national, in the NBA. Now, I think we should trade that pick away, bring in two or three veterans off some of these teams that want that number one pick. They want John Wall, like in New Jersey. You know, trade that number one pick away, get us two or three veterans, and we'd fall down one or two spots and still get a quality rookie uh-huh. in, in the top, top five picks. Um, that's just my thought process. Everybody around here is gung ho about John Wall, John Wall, John Wall. But I mean, we don't need a point guard. We don't need a person to come in and really not help us right away. We need somebody we can get two or three people for. I well, believe the arena's gonna come back in, in way shape, huh? Gilbert Arena's gonna come back and be ready to play some football, basketball. I mean, some basketball. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think Gilbert come back. That's my three man. That's my two three man. So personally, I'd rather trade with Jersey. Get um, get get Devin Harris, a veteran point guard. To come in and be my point guard, get a couple more guys off that team if we need. Uh, yeah, they were Owen. They were the worst record in the NBA last year, but yet you still have veterans that can come in and help us as the Wizards get a little bit better. That number one pick doesn't help us. John Wall does not help us at all. All right. Well, we like to thank Dion Singleton for navigating us through this show. Uh, all of us on the phone lines. Uh, Ken from the ATL, Rich out there in Virginia, DC area. This is Kwame Lots of the Sports. Sometimes Rich show with Ken from ATL. We will be back next week. Check out our fan page. We'll see you guys later. Peace.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericasports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.